Welcome to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy. I'm Mandy Walker and I'm your host. Selling a piece of jewelry like an engagement ring or wedding set can be a nightmare, but Worthy is a selling partner you can trust to work with you and for you to get the best deal on your piece. And if you're thinking it's not worth the hassle, remember that your diamond engagement ring can be the financial asset that allows you to embrace that fresh start after divorce. Worthy helps you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. And for a limited time, our podcast listeners can get a $100 gift card when they sell their jewelry with Worthy. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Welcome to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy. I'm Mandy Walker and I'm your host. For this episode, we're talking about coping strategies for when your marriage ends. Whether you're the person who's making the decision or the person receiving the decision, we all need help to get through this extremely challenging time. The good news is there are some very effective strategies that could start helping to make a difference today. Joining us is Julie Starr. Julie is a life coach and author of Your Husband Left, Now What? And Julie experienced her own divorce in 2003. Welcome, Julie. Hello, Mandy. Pleasure to be here and to share with your audience these important tools to make it through. I know it from my husband leaving, but whether it's, you know, you've made this decision to get divorced there are ways to make it better. Absolutely. And I was going to share that my own divorce was back in 2007. And I have to say, reading your book took me back to those dark days. It wasn't triggering. It was just like helping me remember what I went through. It's it's a little different from yours because it wasn't as contentious and I was the one who made the decision. And yet I could relate to so many of the emotions and the fears. I think that that is... What you picked up is what a lot of people say reading the book, whether even if women have not been through divorce, they see it in a friend. But there are commonalities when you're going through a divorce. I always say if you've been in a long term marriage, there had to be something good there. And so you are, even though there is a decision to leave or you're being left, there was a lot of good. So there is a basket full of emotions that you have to go through. And yeah, absolutely. I hear the common thread there. Yeah. So I wanted us to chat today about your tools for helping people transition from being married through the legal process and out the other side to their next phase or their next life. And one of your first tools was affirmations. I wonder if we could just talk about like what these are, what, what makes a good affirmation? Affirmations are amazing for anyone in life. Basically, an affirmation is something that you don't believe yet, but you want to happen, or you're not standing in that emotion as strong as you would like to be. And affirmations are best when they're in present tense, short, as short as possible. And I always know with my clients, I give them affirmations. And as soon as I hear a client giggle, Or like, you know, think, oh, my gosh, I know it's the perfect affirmation. So that's a basic structure, present tense, short, 
and something that you want. So do you have an affirmation from when you were going through your divorce that you could share? For sure. Okay, I'm just opening my book here. And I see like in the book, there's a list of them. So I'll just read off a few here. I self-protect. I refuse to be intimidated. It's good to keep it positive. though. I let go and let God. Now, this can be, you know, some people call it the higher force, co-creating your life with a higher force. My clients come from all backgrounds, but we we talk about, you know, co-creating. Let's see, what else do we have here? I'm I'm moving through this. Good things are happening. And I tell my clients, put it up on your mirror in your bathroom, on your dashboard in your car. If you're driving to court, you've got a court date that day, see it and just affirm it within yourself. Even take a moment out, go to the washroom and say them in the washroom in the courthouse. So you're just, it's self-protection and self-building up. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I have a, I guess now that we're talking about it, I have an affirmation that I've been like saying this last six months when I get overwhelmed with work or have cases that are very challenging. It's like, I, I say to myself, you know, you have all the skills you need to do this. Love it. Oh my gosh. Love that. And that is, you knew what you needed. You put it into a positive short little blurb. I call affirmations, little blurbs, and it's positive brainwash. That's what we're doing. Our minds are so, we've got a body, mind, and spirit. And when we use our mind for our benefit, for your listeners, Barbara Hewson's work is so wonderful. Her latest book is Rewire. Oh, what is it called? It might just be called Rewire. She helps women with finances, but The whole point is, is to notice what you're thinking, then reframe if that thinking is not working for you. And let's see if I can get this. It's notice, reframe, and then take a different action. So again, positive brainwash. Right, right. So it's like really sort of helping you to create a shift in your perspective of how you're seeing and how you're treating yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So another one of your tools is pieces of advice. And I wanted to talk more about this. One of the pieces of advice I I heard you say was to to come up with some songs that really resonate with you. And that took me back. I I remember at the time of going through my divorce, I was sitting at a traffic light and the music was on in my car and I had the, they were the Dixie chicks then, I guess they're now oh, the chicks. And they were playing them. Them. not love ready them. to make nice. And I had tears flooding down my cheeks. And that was a reminder to me to stay strong and not right. to give in. I, you know, I was raised as like, you know, women don't make trouble, don't make waves, you keep the peace and all of that. And it was like so important to me at that time to say, no, you, you can't just keep the peace now. You can't be quiet to keep the peace. But that song really did it for me. So I love that, that suggestion. Was there a song that spoke to you? I actually had three for my divorce. Your typical, I will survive the Gloria song. And I made up one and I had from Princess Diaries. It was all about just, you know, 
holding on to my power. And that's a point for women. If you're listening to this now, especially if your husband has left, it's holding on to your power, these affirmations, the you know, finding good pieces of advice, getting good books. There's so many. I mean, 18 years ago when I went through my divorce, I could not find good books. Now, I mean, just one after the other. So get good, positive brainwashing for yourself and just every day take it in, whether it's a song, whether it's a book, you know, whether it's a coach, you just have to fortify yourself. And you will make it through. You will survive. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, yes, it's very hard when you're going through it. You don't think it, it's really hard to see the other side, but people, yeah. people absolutely do do that. And I would like to ask our listeners at this point, you know, if you have a song that's that's speaking to you, that's lifting you up, motivating you, helping you grieve please do share it in the comments to the show. We we want to hear what you're listening to and we're going to put a playlist together. Oh and, my goodness, um, fantastic. And share it with everybody because this is such a, it's it's like one of the these wonderful tools. And like I said in the introduction, some of these strategies, you can start doing these right away mm-hmm. and make an immediate difference to helping you and supporting you through this incredibly difficult time. Mandy, you just used one word, which I want to build on, which was, you know, as you're going, I think you said grief. The journey of grief is different for every person, but there is a deep grief. If your husband's left, it's the loss of potential. It's also the shock. You don't know what happened, but the grief is there for any loss and losing a relationship is a loss. So my first tip, if we're talking about tools today, my first tool is to allow yourself to feel the grief, to journey through the grief. I always say when your kids are around, you know, especially if they're younger, make sure you appropriately do your grieving, which means wait till they get out to school, wait, wait till they're over at a friend's house. But journeying through your grief is so vital in order to get to the other side. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad you you raised that. And I think even if you're the person who's making the decision, you can still grieve that. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of grief because again, it's the whole loss of what you thought was going to be your marriage, the loss loss of your life, all of the changes that are coming. And it's absolutely healthy and necessary to recognize that. Yeah. I don't think anyone who gets married thinks, oh, I'm going to get divorced. No, it's like you think this marriage will be forever. But we see with statistics, I think it's 50% now, it, it, it doesn't happen. So that grieving is so vital. So let's, let's jump back into the pieces of advice there. And I'm wondering if you have any words of wisdom for our listeners about how to choose that advice, because I think sometimes some people's advice, frankly, isn't very helpful. <laughs> Nicely said. I would say see what resonates with you. What works for me would not work for you, Mandy. It's like each, I see with my clients, each client is individual. And just asking yourself, you know, does this bring me ease? Is this enhancing my life? Is this helping me walk through my loss and or my anger? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a whole basket, as I said, of emotions. 
lot of anger. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of, oh my goodness, you know, especially with divorces with the man leaving. Often there is the other woman. There's somebody out there that you didn't know about. So there's been dishonesty and what you thought was an honest relationship. So it's it's a lot of I've lost track of what the original question was, but again, I'm in that basket. We were talking about when not to follow, how to choose what advice to follow. Exactly. So people mean well, relatives will mean well. Not everybody's an empath or can stand in non-judgment and just let you process your emotions. So choose wisely who you bring in your inner circle. Love everybody. I say, you know, I blessed all the people who really said inappropriate things to me, but I made sure to keep a little bit of a distance. Right. Good boundaries there. Right. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, it was like, this is about you and your experience. So when somebody's giving you advice and it becomes more about their experience and what they went through, that may be a time to pull back. Exactly. Or there could be judgment. I remember it's in my book. I was in the grocery store and a man came up to me, gave me, it must have been at least, it felt like 20 minutes, but it was probably about five, a whole lecture about how not to leave. It's not nice for the children. And I I let him finish. And then I just said, actually, my husband left me. And there, eh, 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 he didn't know quite what to do with himself. And I just, you know, again, blessed him, wished him well, and continued on with my grocery shop. Was it easy for me? No. Did I go home and cry? I don't remember that day, but probably. But, you know, you just pick yourself up. People, I have a chapter in my book called People People Are Weird or something to that effect. (laughs) Because, you know, bless them, they... They just say inappropriate things yeah. and they can't help it. Right, right. Well, Julie, we're going to take a short break. This is my guest is Julie Starr, life coach and author of Your Husband Left, Now What? You're listening to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle and we'll be right back. Moving past divorce is hard enough without your old engagement ring staring you in the eye every time you open your jewelry box. With Worthy, you'll find a selling partner who will help you transform your rings from dusty relics of hard times to a financial asset to help you start fresh. Worthy takes care of everything from insurance coverage to secure shipping, professional grading, and more. So when you're ready to sell, partner with Worthy. We're ready when you are. And for a limited time, our podcast listeners can get an extra $100 to Amazon when they sell their jewelry with Worthy. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Welcome back to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle. I'm your host, Mandy Walker. And in this episode, we're talking about coping strategies for when your marriage ends And my guest is Julie Starr, Julie's author of Your Husband Left, Now What? Julie, another one of your coping mechanisms that I really loved was your suggestion to make lists. My family would all laugh at that because I am a list maker and they tease me anyway about making lists. But tell me, can you share with our listeners, like, what sort of lists are we talking about? And, And I'm curious about what is the magic? 
in making lists. Okay. So if you're a list maker and you're listening to this podcast, this is for you. Lists give us structure. Our lives during divorce, it's bedlam. I I mean, I'd like to say it's not, but it's generally a huge legal, financial, and emotional upheaval. And unless you're one of the lucky ones who has mediation, and it's very simple. So lists hold your ground. Lists remind you one of the exercises I love from Marcy Shimoff, um, such a lovely woman and such a good educator. She talks about writing two things every night, something good about yourself, and then to review it every night. So as the nights go by, you start seeing your strengths. You start building, you know, fortification of like building proper boundaries because you see, oh, I held my ground on this one. or and. Again, lists just give us a structure. Another list I love is writing down things that you'd like to do. For me, I've always wanted to swim with the dolphins. I'm still on my list. But I had things like go to the park. And I would look at the list and then go and do it and check it off. We'd love to check those off. And, you know, it's about positive lifestyle. The the third section of my book is about your better life. And what we're talking about now, these are tools to bring your better life. I want to share here the, you know, I told you I was a list maker. I kept several lists when I was going through the process of getting divorced. And there was a phase when we were both still living together under the same roof and we were having these really discussions and I knew that the marriage was over and was trying to convey that. Well, one of the lists I made was all the things I wouldn't have to put up with when we no longer live together and silly things. Like when I was preparing for the show, I was reminded one of them was that I wouldn't have to put up with him taking his shoes off and and leaving the shoes in the middle of the doorway, which Mm. is something that he always did. And then it would be like, you'd just trip over the shoes and it would, really irritated me. But what I found was, okay, I'm going to write it on my list. When I wrote it on the list, it meant that I didn't say anything to him. I kept my mouth shut. And at that point, there was no point in nagging or moaning about it because it would trigger some other argument. But I found that the process of writing it down was helped me to say, okay, you know what? Six weeks time, you're not going to have to deal with that let it go. Don't worry about it. Beautiful. And that reminds me of another list. It's not exactly the same, but it's a list of writing down what you know is not working with your soon-to-be ex so that, and this is the difference, so that if you start saying, oh my gosh, we were, were getting divorced, you start doubting either your decision or the fact that he left which are mainly the clients I work with is like he left and you missed this, whatever, look at your list and remember the things that were not good, not to, not to stir up fire because he is going to be your co-parenting partner. If you have children for the rest of your life, but to remember, Oh yes, this was not working and I can move on and find my better life. Right. Right. Did you keep lists? Did you keep lists, Julie? Oh, 
Totally. My book is all about what I, it's about my mistakes that I made because I made so many. I lost, you know, financially, I didn't know what I was doing and I lost my entire retirement savings. But my lists also held me strong. So definitely I'm a list maker. I, um, there's exercises. I have a exercise, it's called the wheel of life. And it, it breaks life into sections of like, you know, your physical environment, your relationships, your work. And every three months I would take it. It's like just taking your temperature on how is life working in each and section I, with each section. And I do it to this day. The diagram is in the book, but it's like I do it to this day. And why? Because sometimes we're so busy with life. We don't realize, oh, I'm so out of balance between work and this or finances, you know, it's just tools are there to help you live your better life. And the more you find the tools that work for you, the better off you'll be. And I I think that's really helpful to look at, you know, the different segments in your life and kind of do an evaluation of where you are. And I think it's really important to be kind to yourself at this time, like, you know, nobody gets to take leave from work to go through a divorce. It's and it's very time consuming. So you've got managing this on top of all of your other responsibilities. So I think you can recognize when one part of your life is out of sync or but you have to be realistic about what you can accomplish. It's not going to go from like, oh, God, this is a, a complete mess to being it's great in three months, it's going to take time and you have to be realistic about what you can take on and how much you can work on all at once. Exactly. If there was one sentence for all the people I've worked with through, you know, I've been a coach since 2002, there was one sentence for women. It would be, be gentle with yourself. And this is the area, and I, you know, in all these years, I've worked with women from so many backgrounds, not just divorce orientated, and it always comes back to being too hard on oneself. And divorce is a journey. When I got into the divorce, I thought, oh, three months, six months, it'll be over. Mine, I believe it was three years and took over a lot of my life. So you know, be gentle with yourself, know what your circumstances are, get support. You were saying, you know, not everyone can support you. Absolutely. So find the people who can, especially get a good lawyer. If you're not going mediation and there, it is a more high conflict divorce, then you get a good lawyer who, you know, and here's where you don't do what I did. Do not talk to your lawyer for support. Oh, right. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Take a ding. And there it all went. Well, so, and also, you know, they don't they, they don't have the same training. I mean, it's a bit like taking your car for an oil change to your dentist. Um, <laughs> I love that. Like, I, I'm going to use, isn't that wonderful? An oil change to your dentist. Exactly. And they, you know, my lawyer sat and my first lawyer, I had three, but my first lawyer sat and listened to me. Yes. They, yes. And absolutely. I paid for it. Yes. Because I think that they, sometimes they think they're being, it's out of courtesy and yes, out of I, compassion. 
Yes, he wasn't um, a bad it's, person. It's not necessarily yeah. ill-willed in that, but they and they may not know how to say, you know, I know that you're upset, but do you really want to be processing this with me? I think it would be better to process it with a, a therapist. But I think that that's a, a, a really, really important point is that it takes a team to get somebody through divorce. Yes. And finances, if we can speak just a moment on the financial piece, you have to realize that finances is self-care. It's your future self that you're caring for. So some women say, oh, I can't take the stress anymore. I, you know, just let him have everything because it's too much pressure, too much intimidation. And I look at those women, I say, give yourself a hug, be gentle with yourself, maybe slow down the pace, but make sure that you are taking care of your future self. And, you know, I ended up getting a mortgage, staying in my house. My grandchildren now come and play in my house. My girls, I have three daughters, just love the home because it it was their home. And I made that happen. And can I say that was easy to happen? No, No, but you have to really look at your finances and think, how am I taking care of my future self? Right. And that, again, is where it's helpful to be working with a professional to help you um, stay the course. Yes. Like clients will come to me. I am more the beginning, the adjustment phase, and the better life. I have one client who's been with me nine years. Oh my gosh, she's such a joy. And you see the development, but the middle part, the legal maze part, I say, go, you know, stop seeing me, go to a divorce coach who will help you with saving money with your lawyer. Because there are things like getting a financial statement together. That's a lot of work. And many women whose husbands leave and there is the other woman there didn't know their finances. You know, I'm, I'm sort of making this a generalization, but in my experience, this is what I've seen is that all of a sudden, oh my gosh, like how much do I spend on this? What are our investments? What, you know, how much will it take to, for me to live or stay in the house or leave? You don't know the answers. Well, and I also think that those things are hard to process at that time when you're traumatized by what's going in. It, it, it's a it's a trauma response that we see in a lot of other situations, but it's really hard to 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 focus, think clearly, and function at your, maybe your highest intellect when you're traumatized. Exactly, and I all I tell women, you can do it. It's all about the pacing. It's all about the timeouts. I spent a lot of time on my wood floor, just lying there and just, okay, Julie, you can do this. And then I get up off the floor and off I would go to the courthouse. So, you know, it's, it's also knowing that it's not forever. This is temporary. It might be years temporary. It could be months temporary, but it is temporary. It's a phase. And I, yes. And I like to tell people, you know, at the very beginning is, you have to think of this as a marathon, not a sprint. It's really going to be important to pace yourself through this. Oh, that one and the oil and the dentist. <laughs> well, those, I, those are my takeaways. Thank you, man. Great. Julie, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with our listeners. Thank you for having me, Mandy. Thank you so much. 
Listeners, my guest today was Julie Starr. Julie is a life coach and author of Your Husband Left, Now What? Thanks for listening to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy dedicated to celebrating women like you as you embrace a new beginning after divorce, separation, or whatever. Worthy is a selling partner with an online auction platform designed to help you sell your jewelry, such as an engagement ring or wedding set. When you decide to send your ring, Worthy takes care of the shipping and insurance to ensure that it arrives safely at our New York office. Once your jewelry arrives, the team at Worthy professionally cleans and photographs it before sending it out to a grading lab. All of these steps are designed to maximize your price in Worthy's online auction, where hundreds of buyers compete for your piece. One of the best parts of selling with Worthy is that you are completely in control. You'll work with Worthy's team to set a reserve price before the auction starts, keeping you in control of how much your ring sells for. If the highest bid comes in below that threshold and you decide not to accept it, we will send your ring back to you and we'll even cover the costs of the insured shipping again. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Are you ready to embrace your fresh start? Us too. And for a limited time, our podcast listeners can get an extra $100 to Amazon when they sell their jewelry with Worthy. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode of Divorce and Other Things in your weekly feed. If you like what you hear, rate and review us to help other women like you find us. This podcast is for you. So reach out to us at podcastworthy.com to let us know what you think and what you want to hear. We look forward to hearing from you. And you can also find more episodes at worthy.com forward slash podcast.